If Christians memorize verses from different versions of the Bible, and they sing Christian choruses different from those sung in other church services, can we actually continue to communicate, or are we losing a common language of the faith? Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number four of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues and everyday life. Multiple versions of the Bible and innumerable choruses are now part of the Christian community landscape. But this was not always so. As a kid, I was regularly taken to church since before I was born. So thanks to my parents, I've been attending Bible-believing churches for over 60 years. This doesn't make me an expert in all things ecclesiastical and certainly does not mean I always choose well and wisely. Far from it. But maybe like some of you, it makes me experienced. One huge change in my lifetime is that we went from a largely one Bible version world to a multi-Bible version world. I cut my teeth on what's now called the old King James version of the Bible, the 1611 version that influenced the course of Western civilization. When I memorized scripture, I learned the language of the KJV, including all the these and thous and verily verilies just like generations learned them before me. When we went to church, we heard the KJV. There were no pew Bibles, not that there's anything wrong with them. But the point is, everyone had their own, usually black, KJV and carried it to church. To this day, when a verse comes to my mind, though I've been using an NIV for 30 years, what pops in my mind is the old KJV. When a friend presented me with an NIV in 1992, it seemed foreign to me because I'd absorbed so much of the KJV. My wife purchased for me a parallel Bible with KJV in one column and NIV in the other. This helped me study, and in the days before internet searches, helped me also find remembered passages. I used this parallel Bible for several years, joking I could shoot from either barrel. My good dad, who went to be with the Lord in April 2018, was long a source of family joy and a little needling because he'd learned to pray in two ways. A, very softly. He talked on the phone the same way. And B, in the King James. I mean, he used a lot of these and thous in his prayer. It was all entirely sincere and as such appropriate for this 50-year deacon, but it could also be a little funny to younger ears. Now we have a list of Bible versions. King James Version, American Standard Version, Revised Standard Version, Amplified Bible, New English Bible, New American Standard Bible, the Living Bible, which is a translation, New International Version, New King James Version, English Standard Version in 2001, and there are more. Now, I have no problem with multiple versions or translations as such, as long as they maintain fidelity to the ancient and original texts. I am decidedly not a KJV-only guy and never have been. But I do think we've paid a price for the multiple versions of the Bible we now enjoy and employ. It's a kind of embarrassment of riches. The price, or if that's too strong for you, say unintended consequences, I believe come in several forms. As the number of versions grew and parishioners carried an increasingly diverse set of Bibles to church, They lost the ability to share, to look at the received word together. To account for this emerging challenge, pastors began posting their scripture passages in bulletins, on screens, and later on large monitors. The result? 
Many churchgoers no longer carry a Bible to church. People memorize scripture from multiple versions. Once you've memorized the wording of a verse in one version, it's difficult to transpose this to the wording of a new version. Result? Out goes reciting verses together in unison. Multiple versions may be contributing to the lost opportunity for a larger cultural influence, which gels with declining biblical literacy. Biblical references in speeches or movies were once common, like those you can hear in the 1940s or even 1950s speeches or films, they aren't typical anymore. Of the few such references that are now made, people do not immediately recognize the biblical illusion due to the unfamiliarity of the wording. Result, declining presence and arguably impact of biblical language and values upon American culture. Now, this podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, Look for us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. What concerns me is not the existence of multiple versions. I realize that different versions aid understanding of the word. I am not suggesting the impossible, which is to say doing away with multiple versions of the Bible. However, it still concerns me that we're losing a common Christian language within the body of Christ, the church and what this might mean going forward for the church. It concerns me even more that youth, already living in a highly chaotic, pluralistic world, no longer learn or relate to the same biblical text. This trend is exacerbated by the explosion of choruses, which are not bad in themselves and may offer good content. Yet, but for a few, they are not typically repeated, They're not often transferable to other contexts, and worst of all, they're not remembered. People mumble through them. Test me on this. Listen to the volume increase during congregational singing when an old hymn is, rarely, sung during the service. What also concerns me is a related loss of impact upon American culture, Christian values, and language drawn from the eloquent and eternal yet eminently practical biblical text. I don't have a quick fix to offer, and perhaps I'm needlessly concerned. For the prophet Isaiah said, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Well, we'll see you again soon. For more Christian commentary, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, Discerning What is Best, or check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm.